I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To dare is to do, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Dinamo Zagreb are into the quarterfinals, and the FA Cup is back. It's Friday 19th of March. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Venusian Hunter-Raja. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday, one and all. It's good to have you with us. My goodness, gentlemen, I always feel good on a Friday when we've had some sweet Europa League action. And how sweet it is <laughs> to be loved by you, Europa League. <laughs> how sweet it is to be loved by Peter Drury as well. I love Peter Drury. It's great. It's a treat, isn't it, having him on the Europa? I told you, I said on yesterday's show that he piped up with a, uh, and that's you, I've got something to pop in their luggage and take home with them. Is that what I said? Consolation guy. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> he was... What was your phrase, Luke? A dog with two dicks. Right at the end there, <laughs> when Spurs are up against it, hammering the Dynamo Zagreb goal, mm. and he's just shouting names out. He does that. <laughs> like yeah. Harry Kane! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, I th- yeah. I think people constantly underestimate how difficult it is to be a commentator. Yes, mm-hmm, and definitely. when you can get it to that level mm-hmm. and be that kind of synonymous with yeah, the yeah, action yeah, yeah, yeah. and know when to speak and know, what, know when not to speak, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I, I have very briefly uh, chatted to Peter Drury, and he's a wonderful, lovely... Can you briefly chat to Peter Drury? Yeah. I was congratulating him on, a, on an award he'd won on the on the uh, whatever colour carpet it was. It's weird seeing them when, when they've got the voice, but you're used to the voice. Yeah, I see what you mean. Clive, he, Clive Tilsley's like that, isn't he? Yeah, I think I think most people have said that about you and I. Luke, have they? Haven't they? Yeah, probably know. probably bored. People don't realise that you have got a moustache these days. I don't. Um, I don't tend to interact with people that much. 
Oh, okay. COVID. Yeah, oh, yeah, COVID, COVID yeah. <laughs> you heard of it? You are otherwise such a people person, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Before the pandemic. I am actually, as I said yesterday, I'm actually a nice man in real life. Mm. People just don't, just, that, yeah. Yeah, people just don't, just don't expect it. Mm. Yeah, you don't agree, do you? Well, no, I, I just don't feel that I need to say that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm a right old prick. <laughs> That's not true at Some all. Some of my best friends are people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I tell you what, Luke Moore, if you were playing for Spurs last night, you'd have a lot more passion, grit and determination than some of them did. I feel quite good at talking to people. I can't really remember. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I thought this performance from oh. Spurs last night, and Vish may be able to disavow me of this notion, but I think it's probably the worst performance mm-hmm. from a Jose Mourinho team since everyone's memory banks yeah. are going crazy right now since the Arsenal game no, uh, since, mm. since, no for a very very long time I thought they were absolutely abject they were mm-hmm. abysmal they were appalling yeah. they were nowhere near good enough and actually I spent a bit of time prepping for the show thinking well what was good about it what was bad about it mm-hmm. you know you could talk a bit about them playing defensive football attacking players and all this kind of stuff that people have said actually last night was nothing to do with that mm. last night was the fact they didn't apply themselves they're not playing for the manager and what they turned out last night should shame every single person associated with that club because it was nowhere near good enough and it was embarrassing mm. that's what I think about it I mean Vish is it if you are a side who are in terms of resources in terms of star names inferior which I think, you know, Dino that's a, a, a nasty thing to say, despite their brilliant performance. If you need a big result in the second leg to overhaul a first leg, is, the, is, is there a new tactic or technique perhaps to, to put your manager in prison and give the boys a lift? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Spurs fans would quite like to try it out. They'll roll reversal, like yeah. wife swap, just before the league cup final. <laughs> <laughs> Get him in jail. <laughs> I watched that performance yesterday and it felt like the way that I used to... um, I went on a ski trip Mm. uh, for the first time when I was 10 (laughs) and I thought, I've never skied before in my life, but I don't need to pay too much attention to what I'm being taught because... Who really gets ski accidents? You hear a lot about ski accidents, Mm. but it never actually affects you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you've never been. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's very hard to get involved in a ski accident if you don't go skiing. Yeah, three days in a broken leg. Did you, have a, um, did you have a broken leg? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Uh, oh, really? I gashed open my knee and I could see my kneecap. It was oh. fucking grim, yeah. This is, but, the, this is the origin story. This is yeah. why he's the man he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, I've got a limp? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a Toblerone since. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I watched that game yesterday and it was like Spurs showed no urgency and it was almost like they thought, nah, we can't, we can't. Yeah. We, we can't lose this, can we? We're 2 0 up. It's them. Mm-hmm. Their managers in the clink. Yeah. You know what? What? What's, well, what's the worst that could happen? Which yeah. nearly did. So, mean... Someone. Someone will do something. We'll get a goal. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily have to try. Yeah. They're not going to score two goals. They probably won't score three. Mm-hmm. And you know they they deserved everything they got yesterday. And I know we'll go on to what Higuaín said afterwards. But I, I think it's shameful on both fronts for Mourinho to set them up like that, and for his post-match comments to. You know, who's he trying to kid here? At, mm-hmm. at no point, at, well, at some point he's got to realise that the players don't believe him, we don't believe him. Mm-hmm. But then the players themselves, like, well, I was gonna say, I think take some all... initiative mm-hmm. as well. Well, you mentioned the Lurice interview. I that mean, quote it, was amazing. Yes, I mean, he said, I think the team uh, at the moment is just a reflection of what is going on at the club. We have a lack of basics and a lack of fundamentals. I mean, that sentence... <sighs> Seldom do you get a player say something like that in a post-match interview, yeah. and, and of course there was there was more. And I implore anybody to to seek out the interview. And fair play to to Big Hugo for for sort of saying something like that. Um, but it, 
you know, it is very, very damning. And he spoke about the lack of desire with some players in training. Obviously, he didn't mention names or anything. Well, like he that. said specifically the, the players who aren't in the eleven. Mm. And bear in mind that Mourinho's has, you know, very few trusted players. You certainly look at the, the players he's trusted for the for what he perceives as the important games. Oh. There are select few. And we kind of know who, who Larice is talking about there, don't mm. we? We can, you know, we can probably throw Ali into that to an extent. Mm-hmm. Harry Winks hasn't seen much game time in the last couple of months, and that's what I thought was really damning. Didn't see much game time last night. <laughs> yeah, on the he, pitch, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I think um, that was the most damning thing about what Larice said is they're turning on each other. Yes, internally they are turning on each Come other. On, lads, they're arguing with each other, aren't they? There we go. <laughs> that's what that's what Dinamo was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, some. I mean, I alluded to this earlier. I agree with what Vish is saying, but you know. Some of the stats of some of Spurs' attacking players mm-hmm. outside of Kane and Son, and Son, to be fair, has gone through patches where he's not done anything for yeah. weeks and weeks. Um, the stats are pathetic. I mean, Lucas has got three goals in 43 league games under Mourinho. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamella has one in his last 31 games. What a goal it was. I know, yeah. It's a beauty. Pretty should count for three, probably. <laughs> so I'm giving that. Um, Steve Bergwijn, um, who's mm. exciting, young, like European talent, no goals in his last 25 games. And and Richard Jolly wrote a really good piece in 442 um, where he made the point it's not how many attacking players you play on the pitch. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. how it's it's whether or not they attack. And you know, arguably he was making the point that Spurs have more quote unquote attacking players on the mm-hmm. pitch than say like a Liverpool would. Mm. But Liverpool scored loads of goals up, mm-hmm. you know, up to you know, up to the end of last season. Liverpool scored loads of goals. They don't seem to have any kind of um well, as Laurie said, they have any kind of idea about the basics and the lack of fundamentals based on last night. But they also seem to want to play defensive football with overtly attacking players. Yeah, and it does. And and then and their defense is the worst part of their team. But Mourinho seems to always sort of pin it down to attitude. And last night it was though. Attitude is a huge. But that's part that's his of fault. It. Well, <laughs> yeah. attitude is is a huge part of it. You know, you can set up any way you want if the attitude's not there. I mean, he, he said, you know, they were beaten on attitude. I feel sorry uh, that my team is the team that didn't bring to the game not just the basics of football, but the basics of life, which is to respect our jobs and to give everything this just can't end well can it no because how do you listen to that as a player and think yeah no I need to look at my life now (laughs) you know reassess how my attitude to my general day to day I I think you know the thing with Mourinho when he goes through this particular period is that it's not so much as lashing out he's just it's just pointed jabs from Mm. his position on high it's like a Mourinho tribute act as well well he just can't he's trying to pull every um, lever or levy and uh, (laughs) and, uh, he's trying to pull every levy I think he's pulled levy I think that's why he's coming (laughs) in to get sacked 100% but it is I mean it wasn't that long ago in this season where we were going oh the old dog's back again isn't he he, you know we, we thought he might be done and then it's just played out like a lot of people thought it would. So, yeah. so that's the reason I want to temper myself when I talk about you know what I think his future will be. Because when they when they lost to West Ham, I wrote a piece for the Independent about like you know this is we're we're at a, a junction here, mm-hmm. and I was kind of reticent. You know, Miguel Delaney of uh, of the Independent as well, also of OTC. He um, he's kind of been across this. He wrote something about this yesterday in the State mm-hmm. of Play, and he was like, the one thing Mourinho does have is he's got some pretty strong supporters in Harry Kane and and, mm-hmm. and Levy. And I, the run they were about to go on, you know, they were playing three winnable games and leading up to that Arsenal game, Gareth Bale came in and suddenly mm-hmm. everything seemed a bit better. And obviously they were top of the league for, for about a month. So there was definitely something yeah. there. And they are in a League Cup final, which and they are. people could prove I mean, I mean, that, it's still I know, but like, something. Yeah, okay, fair, yeah. fair. But yeah, you kind of think that 
even during that period, when you look back on it, he was he was trying to talk them down. He was mm-hmm. trying to, you know, just and you can understand understand that quite early in the season, mm-hmm. trying to calm the, any kind of excitement. But you'd think you'd, within that you'd be able to harness something, and yeah. he hasn't. He hasn't even managed to harness to, that good feeling. Do you think he talked it down too much? No, we're not in this. We're not in this to the point where the players went, well, we're not in it then. Yeah. Yeah. He just went around and went, we're not going to win it. Look at the state <laughs> yeah, of you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And you as well. I mean, yeah. it, it, You're not even playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is interesting, though, that you say that, that obviously Levy and, say, Harry Kane are in his camp because that will frustrate Spurs fans then because you think, well, if those two are for him, then I mean, they're, they're one well, or two. Actually, we want to be in his camp forever. True, but yeah. I mean, I mean, there are one or two Spurs fans saying that he he might be gone by Sunday's game, and then they'll use the international break to get someone else in. That seems unlikely, doesn't it, Luke? I don't know. I mean, I've heard I've heard different people say that a lot over the last four to six weeks. Right. That, that you know, all is not right in the camp. The minimum standards they expect aren't being met, and <clears throat> based on last night. Not to be over the top about it. I, I, when I watched it, I was annoyed mm. because I mean, if you look at the defending, particularly for the third goal, I mean, yeah, it's a good goal. And Orsic had a great we, evening. We, we have to yeah, say he, he did, he did. And and I'm not taking anything away from him. I think sometimes when I say this kind of stuff, people think that I'm trying to kind of be contrary. I'm taking it away mm. from the attacking player. I'm not trying to do that. But what I'm saying is the third goal in particular. The first goal is an absolute great. It's a yes, great goal. Yeah. The third goal in particular. Mm. The defending. I know they're tired. I know it's extra time. I know it's a long season. You've got to have a little bit of pride in yourself. Yeah, yeah. You've got to say, we're up against it here. And I think it was... It was and he's already hit one. He scored exactly. two. It's he's not like it's... his life. Yeah. You just bring him down. <laughs> Look, it was either Glenn Hoddle or Peter Crouch who said it, right? He said, every time that Dinamo Zagreb scored, mm. you expect a reaction from Spurs. Mm. Right, that's it now. Sort it out because mm-hmm. this is getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. Yeah. And I think with that all 6 third goal, this is a big long run-up, much like his goal, um, to say... <laughs> to saying, you cannot excuse any defensive player for that. Mm. Fucking bring him down. Stop him. Mm-hmm. Ball yeah. or man, never both goes past you. At that point in the game, an extra time, yeah. you get out of this with penalties, you dodge a bullet, mm. maybe you go through and you think, Jesus, we've got to sort it out. Mm. The passage of play leading to that third goal, that winner last night, was embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. I, I, I wouldn't quite go as far as to say there's no way back for him now after that, but it's you know, you're knocking on the door of that. Mm. If you haven't walked through the door of that, in that into that territory, you're knocking on the door of it because the passage of play was utterly inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Any player at any level knows at that point, if you've got any kind of presence of mind, bring the guy down, stop him, take yeah. a yellow card, re- regroup. He's having the night of his life. And Mourinho would have stopped him that as well. I mean, one thing he would have got covered so. Kimar Roof would have stopped him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a bit more on the front foot, that one, yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm, not, I'm not advocating. I mean, all this so, I mean, we, Joe Hart did post uh, on, on Insta, <laughs> job done with a big green tick on the Instagram stories after the game. Could be a fake. But uh, well, no one knows anything's, anything's uh, real. Exactly. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be though. That, that might kind of sum up the whole situation. I, w- mm. I wonder if that was a scheduled post. Probably was. <laughs> no, it could have been because he was on the bench, right? So it could have been mm. one of his, like a, like a social media assistant, just getting the math wrong in their mind. I suppose. I mean, very. Not, it's not even away I mean, goals. I, I, not I, I, even away I, goals, is it? When, when I saw yeah. it, when I saw it uh, published on Twitter, I went to uh, Joe Hart's Instagram, and there was nothing on his story, so it might have been deleted, but. Probably was fake. Yeah, so apparently yeah, it was deleted I, two minutes later. I think, okay. I, think, I, think um, I enjoyed the screenshot. Can we leave it there? Yeah, absolutely. We all enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, we've got, we've got to enjoy something out of yeah. uh, you know what, what happened there. But yeah, but but Dinamo. I mean, they 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 the people are going to be worried about them despite that first leg when Tottenham sort of dominated. But you know when they came roaring back like that, you know, um, very impressive indeed. I also really enjoyed the idea that um, Jermaine Genus. Um, was watching the game with the tone of a middle-aged northerner mm. trying to buy a six-pound pint in a crowded London <laughs> pub. Yeah, 
That he, was very much. <laughs> he was just so angry all the time. That was very much. Glenn Hoddle, I've never seen him so fu- furious. No, I, I know. Yeah. He's got to look after the old ticker, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Blimey. Got to be careful. What are they doing yeah. to him? Um, could Spurs learn from uh, rapid Bucharest fans um, who laid out nappies outside the training ground asking the players to stop shitting themselves? Ahead of uh, the final. That's going to make it worse. Yeah, but, I mean that's. Yeah. That, it doesn't stop a baby from shitting. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> encouraging it. Yeah. yeah. You're saying you are going to shit yourself. You are but good sh- news. We've got. A, we've you got want a... to lay out big boy pants and say, yeah. right, come on. Yeah, no that's more it. Come on. No yeah. more crapping yourselves. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Um, good news coming out of uh, the Spurs camp, though, is that Eric Dyer got a call up to the England squad. Good news for whom? <laughs> good news for Eric. Um, gentlemen, elsewhere in the Europa League, uh, Arsenal went through. Marched on, shall we say? I mean, it turned out to be Jim was loving it. I, I messaged him, and he said, "Well, blimey, he's bloody Arsenal." And then he saw Spurs went out. And he went, "Oh, well, you know, it was not a bad old evening." Uh, Manchester United, once again on the road, clean Hello. sheet and win. That's a lovely old job, isn't it? That's at the San Siro. A win at the San Siro, fish will always be a great result. And it, it, it could happen in the year twenty one hundred. And Milan are going well this season as well. I understand that you know Inter are probably going to win the league by the looks of it, but they're still up there. So this is not a Milan who is sort of struggling in sixth or seventh. No, this is, uh, yeah, exactly. This is one of the greatest Milan sides ever. Um, <laughs> and Manchester United dispatched them well, probably with in the last ease. eight or nine years. You might argue. Ever, yeah. So, let's, let's say ever. Let's round it up to ever. With okay. ease. What are you saying? <laughs> he didn't get home in time to watch the first half. <laughs> let's saying. round it up to ever. No, yeah. the, um, yeah. I mean, always do that. The, the happiest moment for me was Paul Pogba um, coming on and doing what he did, not least because Paul Scholes from a barely five second clip of him warming up saying well he doesn't look like he's ready <laughs> well, great composure from Pogba wasn't it for that goal the little the little <laughs> shimmy mm. to get Donnarumma slightly off balance yeah. and then the little you know clip into oh, the oh it's great presence of mind in a very high pressure there. environment yeah, yeah, he's yeah just, I mean that's exactly what he does he is he's brilliant in those little um, closed situations whether in midfield or in that situation there yeah and I, I thought it was um, particularly important because Bruno Fernandes isn't having the best time of it at the moment. Mm. And when Fernandes came, he was actually a bit of a relief for Pogba because suddenly all the creativity wasn't relying on him. Yeah. Now that Pogba's back fit and did what he did in that second half, I think there's a sense that finally mm-hmm. he can take the load back off Fernandes. Yeah, well, I think I, I was saying yesterday on the show, no, uh, sorry, uh, Wednesday, that, uh, you know, Solskjaer's approach has actually, you know, it gives a bit of room for someone like Pogba, who clearly doesn't want a Mourinho type, you know, hammering him all the time and telling him this, that, or the other. So, mm. Does so anyone sure. want a Mourinho type? Uh, John Terry? <laughs> Does he? I don't think Terry would now. <laughs> go and be his assistant. Be oh, like, yeah. Never go back, John. It won't be the romance. The romance won't be the same, will it? If John yeah. Terry goes back to Mourinho, the romance uh-huh. won't be the same. I just think Pogba, uh, uh, Solskjaer actually might deserve a bit of credit for handling um, Pogba because he's getting performances out of him. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. I, I also think it might just be a case now. We were very harsh on Solskjaer, weren't we? myself included just thought he was a little bit kind of mm-hmm. out of his depth but it appears at the moment to be a nice match for the club and what they're trying to do and I know they've they've strengthened behind the scenes on the football side and everything with Darren Fletcher and John Murtaugh or, mm. is that yeah. His name? yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, so that's a positive step as well is, so. yeah and and, they, and it, it, Solskjaer's reached at least the last eight of all eight knockout tournaments he's been in with Manchester United which is which is a, a decent stat although they haven't won great, any it's yeah. great, exactly. <laughs> it's when you go to the next stage yeah. oh he's yeah. never been here has he so it's a great the, tribute to the Man United tradition it is. apart <laughs> from the fact that he's not actually winning it, it, it is yeah. just to finish off the Europa League chat uh, Rangers lost to, to Slavia Prague uh, two players sent off including Kamaru for um, a horrendous tackle I mean I understand that uh, you know he didn't mean it. he was going for the ball and so on but I mean you saw the keeper's face afterwards you know some people said that he was protesting the decision it looked to me like he was saying I didn't mean to do yeah, I don't think he was protesting that much. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, I suppose his protest 
you're getting sent off in a big game. He doesn't want to be getting a red exactly, card. Yeah. So he might sort of say, look, I got the ball for... You say anything, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. But I think he took his medicine sort of yeah. um, quite uh, quickly. And hopefully the goalkeeper did. Blimey, it was an awful injury. Yeah. Um, and uh, another sending off as well, which is just a shame for them. Great free kick, though, to kind of put the game completely to bed. Beautiful. If there was ever any doubt, of course. Yeah. Um, the, the, the strong allegations, though, coming out um, from the Rangers camp suggesting that Glenn Kamara had been racially abused. Uh, and, and the... Slavia Prague player and Christian, um, they, they're, they're suggesting and alleging that he was beaten up in the tunnel at Ibrox as well. So a lot of nasty fallout from that game. Yeah. We have to sort of wait and see what happens. I believe a UEFA investigation is underway and Stephen Gerrard was very passionate for one to for an investigation to be had because he was he was very firm on what he believed uh, his um, turn of events uh, were. So uh, we shall say, so it's a shame for Rangers who have been going very, very well in, in the Scottish League as well, but uh, but they're out of the Euro- uh, Europa. And Slavia Prague could be one of those sides, actually, that you don't get this in this day and age that, that often due to the way football uh, is. But uh, it could be a bit of a dark horse or something for a competition. You, knocking out Leicester. Knocking out you, Leicester. Do, you do get, I mean, I think, I think in European competition these days, certainly in the Champions League, you tend to get, I know they're moneyed very mm talented teams but you do tend to get like an unfancy team in the kind of semi-final in the Champions League once in a while no quite regularly I think regularly I'd say so I think I think a lot to do, a lot of this to do with the fact that if you consider the tier of teams you generally get at this stage of the Europa League a yeah. lot of their focus is on their domestic leagues mm-hmm. whereas Monaco? this is seen as such a big deal yeah but Leipzig two other teams yeah I, I okay I, I know what you mean but I there's think been a couple more but if, if Slavia Prague were to get to the to semi-final you know a Bayern team... Munich Never heard of them. Because <laughs> um, I call them Bayern München. Yeah. Um, anyway, gentlemen. And I'm the prick. <laughs> that's, the, that's the frustrating thing, Vish. Oh, yeah, I know. Let's, OTC was yesterday, mate. Yeah. Let, let's talk about something that we can all get behind just quickly before we go yeah, to an uh, break. I love that foreign muck. I, was in, I yeah. just, I get so bogged down by it, to be honest with you. Yeah. The England squad's been announced. Yeah. The England squad's been announced. Gareth's guys have been chosen. Which ones? Of uh, of the the newbies, do we think are going to have a, have a nice time? Because Ollie Watkins is in there, Vish. You're going to have a nice time. That's I know, it, yeah. That's all it's about. It is a nice time. Yeah. That's what they said. Because it's not fucking Butlins. Yeah. Well, Sometimes is. No, it's but... in the, the unicorn, <laughs> the, the swimming pool. I was going to say no, but you, you saying that though. But in in Euro 2016, all the Welsh players said it was like being on a lads' holiday, and they absolutely loved it. And England, there was a, I forget which member of staff it was who was in the Wales camp. I think then. Um, is now in the England setup, and that's what they wanted to cre- create a 2018 World Cup. Bit of a lads' holiday, like a, a, a good feeling in the camp, yeah. which obviously worked. Um, you know, all I'm saying is Ollie Watkins, bloody good rep. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've, I'm it, it's quite. I, I am, I'm pleased for him, but when you consider that this is an England squad without Tammy Abraham, Jaden Sancho, mm-hmm. Jack Greenish, Jaden Sancho injured, Wilson, I think. Yeah, yeah, this is why. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, Danny Ings, Harvey Barnes, Jay Madison, all of those are injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Hudson Adoy and Mason Greenwood are in the under twenty ones. Yeah, I mean it's great for the players that have been picked mm-hmm. for the first time or for the first time yeah, after yeah. a while. I wouldn't necessarily kind of you know etch your name into the locker just yet. Okay, maybe just kind of save the experience. Maybe Instagram it. So you're not pleased for Watkins? I'm think? very pleased for Watkins. Oh, okay, I'm sort of slightly dismayed for um, Bamford. Patrick Bamford. Yeah, yeah but um, so Gareth does a weird thing where he. He picks players that he knows won't let him down mm-hmm. at England level. 
Yeah. So, and he said that himself, didn't well, he? I think that's why he picks Dyer sometimes. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but Dyer has been quite a trusted member of his squad for a while. And I think that's why he's gone back to Lingard <clears throat> in yeah. this form, yeah. Well, Lingard's form has been good, but you're right. Yeah. Certain players... Trusted Lingard like... hugely at the World Cup. I know, and I understand that. I, I totally understand that. And it's his, it's his job, and he'll, and he'll succeed or fail. On his Bring job. Jake Livermore back. Oh, he, he did say of, of, of <laughs> Lingard, Stones and Luke Shaw, Jesse of the three is a bit more fortunate to be in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, Keep but him on his toes. I don't think Eric Dyer's played well once this year. Well, that this is calendar year. Well, I mean, Michael Keane. think of Michael Keane's not in, and he has played. Keane's got to be in there ahead of Dyer. He, he, he gave Keane a shout out yesterday, actually, he did. didn't he? Yeah. And he gave uh, Alex, <laughs> Alexander Arnold as well. He said, "Look, he's not. He's close to getting back to his form, but he's not there." But he did. Talk I think about, that's staggering, by the way. Well, he did talk about the huge competition in that position. I mean, Reese James has emerged. He's been good. Yeah, at Trippier as well and Carl Walker's in the squad so Trippier's he, only played like five times though in this year hasn't he uh, well no. since the ban since his Trippier's featured a lot for a team that are top of the league in Spain yeah when he's been and there. who were brilliant at Anfield uh, or not wasn't Anfield uh, wherever, uh, sorry Chelsea what yeah. we're talking about yeah. <laughs> Stamford Bridge or yeah. wherever they play I don't know I, I think Alexander-Arnold has shown enough improvement over the last month to suggest that he's in the top so who would you drop three. out then I, I would I would drop Trippier right yeah. Well, I'd even, oh, to be fair, I, you know, like, I feel like I'm going to contribute to all the noise about, like, oh, no, they shouldn't have dropped him. A lot of it depends on the conversations that Southgate's had with Alexander Arnold. Mm-hmm. And there's, I thought he was quite good in what he said yesterday about him getting back to form. I don't necessarily agree with it because I think he's been pretty good. He was very good against Wolves. He was good against Leipzig. He's shown that return to form, I think, anyway. Um, and But in terms of how he responds from that, mm-hmm. it'll be, yeah, they, I mean, we're going to learn a lot about Alexander Arnold over the next couple of months, aren't we? Because yeah. if you think about it, He's come in and enjoyed, and enjoyed a huge amount of success. Yeah. You know, he had, what he was a Champions League winner and a Premier League winner by the age of twenty-one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is probably the harshest time of his professional career, mm-hmm. and how he responds to that will be fascinating to see. And and Southgate knows him pretty well. We took him to twenty eighteen without any competitive experience, didn't he? I he think... did. I think he got his first competitive England cap right. in that um, dead rubber against Belgium. Mm-hmm. So clearly likes him and. I'd be fascinated to know what has been said between the two just to mm-hmm. coax him on and stuff like that. It's an but... exciting time for England. They've yeah. got a lot yeah. of good young players as yeah, well yeah. on the 21s. I mean, I can believe, and not this, not necessarily I'm picking him out for any other reason than just it surprised me, that um, Tom Davis is on the 21s too. He feels like he's been around for about yeah. 10 years. Yeah, he's the James Milner of the side yeah. now, isn't mm-hmm. he? I mean, it's incredible how how, often, how long he's been around. Um, little mention for Sam Johnson getting in there. Yeah, that's a lovely call up for him. And also James Ward-Prowse is in the squad, Luke. Yeah, I think he's an overrated player. Good to have a Southampton uh, representation in there. Yeah, I mean, their most famous player is a rampant tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. So, I mean, fingers (laughs) crossed. What's that got to do with James Prowse? I was going to say, fingers crossed James doesn't go down that dark road. And I'm sure there's nothing to suggest that he will. Well, he loves he loves a dipping free kick, though. So, he's got to have an appreciation of gravity. Uh, Yeah, that's all he loves. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. anyway. but why don't you why don't you mention on the continent before? Yeah, all right. break? Why not? Let's get back to that foreign muck again. Yeah, exactly. Um, a brand new episode of On the Continent is out now over on Football Ramble Presents. Dotton and Andy were joined yesterday by the aforementioned Miguel Delaney, who dissected Atletico's exit in midweek midweek, sorry. Whether Diego Simeone is past it at the top level in Europe and what next for Zhao Felix, mm-hmm. as well as looking at an interesting proposed merge of the Belgian and Dutch top flights. Ooh. Which I, I read something about that earlier this week and it's bloody interesting. Mm. And that episode uh, that I'm talking about here is, is also very, very interesting indeed. Get over to Football Ramble Presents in your podcast app and check it out. Go to Football Ramble Presents now, mm-hmm, pause it. this show, yeah. subscribe. There's loads of great stuff on there. Leave them a nice review as well. Dot and Andy and the, uh, the, the assorted guests are doing a brilliant job. Football Ramble Presents, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week at Sukarnov. Over on My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson, comedy legend Ian Stone is choosing what he'd put on his list of personal wonders of the world. Along the way, he tells a story of the first time he ever did stand-up, and it wasn't exactly by choice. My friends, who um, unbelievably remained my friends after this, uh, put me down secretly for the open mic spot. I mean, I went on. I actually, I didn't know what to say. I stood there. I'd never been on a stage before. Well, actually, I'd done a school play once, but I, I was playing... Uh, I was some biblical thing. I can't even remember, but... Um, you see, I, went into your I am Joseph. Yeah. Uh, is there room in your <laughs> inn routine? Give me my coloured coat. Yeah, that didn't work. Meanwhile, these self-care club ladies are keen to figure out why so many women often find themselves saying sorry for just about anything. I think that it is such a fine line between over-apologising unnecessarily and actually standing up and saying, I'm sorry for this, I'm sorry if you've been uncomfortable yeah. in any way that's been yeah. caused by me. And yeah. I think that's a sign of strength, isn't it? To be able to apologise for yourself, but not at the cost of your self-esteem. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. <laughs> Hi, I'm Limvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Oh, what a man. Nice to be a big limb. What a man. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. Today's jingle comes from Anthony O'Connor, who simply writes, submitted without comment. Kind regards, Anthony. He loves fish, yeah. 14 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) 
the latest offering. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll say with that. Who better to do the first email than Bish on this? Here is the first email from Alistair MacDonald Fraser. On Thursday's Ramble, Luke mentioned an episode of Only Fools and Horses in which Del Boy is on two dates at the same time and has to veer between the two. I have a vague recollection of Luke having mentioned that at some point in the past, and whilst I was prepared to let it go the, f- the first time, couldn't let it go the second time. This has never happened in Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. All I can think is that he may be getting confused with the scene in Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> in which Robin, Robin Williams' character juggles a family dinner with interview with an interview and hilarity ensues. It's also from an episode of Keenan and Kel. Yeah, so I don't know what I've done here, but the mind, the memory can be a tricky thing. So I, th- I think I, I he, have, he, I, he had two dates lined up and then he cancelled one last minute. Del Boy, did he? Yeah, good lad. There we go. Yeah. That's, That's the honest really, way to do honestly, it. Mm-hmm. That's what Del Boy's known for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> I partly want to talk about Only Fools and Horses all the time because Pete's got like a visceral hatred for it. Uh, that's just like, I think I always send him um, Only Fools and Horses merch. And that's stuff. just Pete being a bit affected. Isn't <laughs> it? Have you remember yeah. when Del Boy yeah, falls yeah. through the counter? Yeah, he's pretty brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But if anyone else knows of any instances <laughs> in popular culture where someone accidentally arranges to go on two dates at the same time mm-hmm. and goes back and forth between the dates and maybe gets away with it or mm-hmm. hilarity ensues, as, yeah. as Alistair says. Um, yeah, let us know. I Do mean, you watch The American Office? Yeah. I haven't seen it, no. Okay, it happens in that as well. Does it? Okay, there we go. So every, it's happened in every program apart from the one <laughs> yeah. I suggested. Yeah, but it, where it nearly happened. I also want to, I also want to uh, end that by saying that Robin Williams was a wonderful actor. Yes. One of my faves. Okay. Yeah. Not a joke. No. Great um, guy. Great actor. I loved Rock DJ. <laughs> I've got an email here uh, from uh, from Jack Goodman, who simply says, disappointed the chat about chundering footballers hasn't yet included One Direction singer Louis Tomlinson, who was sick after being tackled. Spewy Vomlinson. <laughs> you say it like that, but that's the sort of thing you would say, Spewy yeah. Vomlinson. I thought that might be one of your ones. Oh, no, no, I'm... I'm, I'm very much I'm announcing it like I'm a newsreader like this yeah. is important Spewy Vomlinson <laughs> it was for, it was when he it was when he played in a charity game wasn't it he Gabby got was it, it? Was it Agbonlethor I think you might be right yeah. he, he smashed him but Louis is now the co-owner of Don, Donny Rovers I think yeah yeah um, if you I think this is a great thread for emails if tell us any instances <laughs> of football players vomiting mm-hmm we want to talk about it. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. A reminder, everybody, to keep sending your jingles in. The more silly, the better. Um, is what it's written here. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, despite the ones we've, you've heard, the standard <laughs> overall has been high. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the better quality, the better, Yeah, uh, quite frankly. But thank you very much for it, to everyone who's sent them in so far. We do genuinely appreciate it. Uh, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Right, gentlemen, back to uh, the Premier League. Uh, Brighton versus Newcastle. It is a big one, Fish. It's a big one down the bottom. Newcastle are a point behind Brighton and could be in the relegation zone if Fulham beat Leeds United Tonight, they need a win. I know, yeah. I feel nothing but fear for Pete. Um, and for our WhatsApp group. Yeah. Because Breach will be on red alert. The swearometer will be in through a roof, won't it? Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> rampant. Can we organise some kind of live feed? Because by that, so this is an 8pm kickoff on Saturday. By that point, they've gone, aren't they? Most, mm. most days, really. They'll yeah. be on all sorts. And I reckon getting that out there to the public would be, be great television. Yeah, I, I'm... If this feels like a good versus evil in terms of like, really? like a f- a football of football quality terms, mm-hmm. whereby it's someone you know we talk about Potter and Brighton and, and they're you know trying to do it the right way. You think? Well, you know, I, I didn't want to say right way, but but having a system, having an idea, and sticking to mm-hmm. it um, through thick and thin, and 
producing some good football and then you know we've talked about the xg equation and stuff like that turning xg to g and that mm-hmm. that being the main problem and newcastle yeah who, you know me <laughs> <laughs> and you've got newcastle and bruce who are just in this just civil unrest constantly yeah. and i i I, w- I don't want to say that fans will be hoping that their team loses, but I would say that Newcastle fans would take a defeat if it meant pushing him that little bit closer to the door. Maybe. Steve Bruce has challenged his forwards to develop a killer instinct. Oh, that's uh, that, okay. That, that, well, that's that sort of then. So, yeah. that, so, you know, remember, lads, score your goals. Um, Nobby Solano, the, uh, the ex-Newcastle United player, of course, Ledge, has said that he feels sorry for Joel Linton and suggested that even Alan Shearer would struggle to score goals in this Newcastle United side. Why bring Alan in? Alan scores goals everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but only because of, only cause point, of Nobby, though. Only because of Nobby, because of those little no, crosses. Alan, Alan Shearer could score goals in the Premier League now. Mm. Alan Shearer is a better striker now. Mm-hmm. I'd like him to do a medical first before I commit to this <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah, that, that is important. Yeah, but presuming Alan Shearer's kept us have some kind of reasonable mm-hmm. nick, I genuinely think. Oh, if you got the service, I genuinely think he would score more goals than mm-hmm. Andy Carroll. If you gave, if oh, you, no, I, I genuinely, I do agree with that. If yeah. you gave Alan Shearer a, a full he's... season now in the Premier League and Andy Carroll a full season in the mm-hmm. Premier League, and you roll the dice on injuries and stuff, yeah. Alan Shearer would score more goals in the Premier League well, season than Andy Carroll. Well, that's a safe bet because, firstly, he's only got to get one. And, <laughs> Andy uh, Carroll's got one this season. Okay, all right. Yeah. But Shearer would be on penalties as well. <laughs> 100%. That's the first thing I'm putting in. In this fictional scenario where people agree that I sign up for this for some kind of massive money charity or something, yeah. straight away, first clause, Shearer on pens. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, he's, he's the best penalty taker at the club now. He's 51 in August. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Imagine the state of his knees. Yeah. Well, speaking of former Newcastle United striker, Solomon Rondon was reflecting on his special time with who he described as a true gentleman, Rafa Benitez, when they were both oh, at Newcastle and later at uh, Dalian Pro in China. He said, I remember my first chat with him, 45 minutes long. He drew a field on a blackboard and asked me, what are you? I answered a forward. Then he asked me, what is the main thing forwards do? Scoring goals, isn't it? This is the kind of thing you remember for all your life. That's romance to Benitez, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard stories of um, R- like Rafa um, like cornering journalists in like coffee shops and stuff and just getting salt and pepper shakers out and giving them proper like tactical overviews yeah. of everything. Like Apparently, he's mad mad into it. Yeah, I can't imagine he does. Only particularly He'd score well. more goals in the Premier League season than Andy Carroll. <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of... Um, there's a, a, a legendary um, international cricketer who I won't name, but he um, English isn't his first language. And uh-huh. he was... Is it Michael Vaughan? <laughs> <laughs> It's not beefy then, is it? Take that. Um, he was uh, chatting up a, a friend of mine and um, she knew, it was pretty obvious he was chatting her up and then midway through he went, I'm flirting with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine Benita's is a bit like yeah. that, just like, just has to score goal, don't you? You're yeah. a forward. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he is also flirting probably, Rafa. Yes. That's yeah. probably the way yeah. he does flirt. Yeah. I'm talking tactics with you. <laughs> yeah, That's what he does. Children, we will have them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. That, I mean, it's a big one, that. All eyes on that one. Oh, on... Can I, do you want to hear another big opinion from me that I genuinely think? Please. If Newcastle lose this game against Brighton, they'll be relegated. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I, that's think that's, why. I think that's the case. Fulham have got quite a tough run in though. There's only one spot left, obviously. They have, they have. But I th- I believe in this. You can't tell me you don't believe in this Fulham team more than you. Oh, no, 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 absolutely, yeah. yeah. Scoring goals is the big problem. Yeah. But if they can get the odd... I mean, if someone like Lamina can... You know, can can waft one in from out, 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 far out or something like that, you know. I think technically you could argue... This is a bit taking it a bit far. 
But actually, Fulham could probably only need to score three more goals this season <laughs> and get and stay up because oh, they like could win that. three games one nil and yeah, then stay up. That's true. And provided that it's one of those is that last game against Newcastle. Yeah. If they, exactly if, the point, if they can get right. close enough to Newcastle, where getting a load of draws would be enough, yeah. then they, they they could do that. Oh, they'd bloody love a draw. But by Saturday night, mm. because obviously if Fulham beat Leeds and Newcastle lose, Fulham mm. will be out of the relegation zone. Well, yeah, and, and also if it's a draw, Fulham out of the relegation zone if they win because mm. they've got a better goal difference than Newcastle. Come on, Scott Parker's. Scott Parker's gang. What do you call him? <laughs> Parker's... Pals. Players. No. Parker's pals. Parker's pens. Parker's pens. The Parker pens. <laughs> there you are. Yeah. 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 Got there in the end. The Parker jackets. Right. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the FA Cup quickly. Uh, Leicester versus Manchester United. I think is the tie of the round. Everton and Man City fans may not uh, agree. Uh, and there is a South Coast derby, I believe. Bournemouth versus. Yeah, but Bournemouth need to do a job here because I'm getting anxious. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You know, Leicester have never won the FA Cup. Yeah, they hold the How record for the most. Yes, exactly. Most yeah. appearances in the finals of uh, in the final without without winning because they've won the the league cup sort of fairly recently. And you assume that every club of a certain size has probably won every trophy at some point in like the twenties. Well, I always <laughs> yeah. I sort of labour this point often on uh, the teams of our lives with Andy, the, the pod we do on uh, on on Patreon. I'm bloody good it is as well. By Thank the you way. very much, brother. Um, is that not that many sides have won major trophies? No, for, like, for, for, Fulham have never won a major trophy in their in their entire history. You save a lot of the best content for those shows because these people pay yes and they're more important to us the ones who pay <laughs> isn't it so some of your best ideas are on there I appreciate that you yeah. wear a lot less as well on those yeah, don't you yeah. it's like you're an only fan yeah. people... he's like the cowboy in Times Square yeah. <laughs> the hat and the pants I've seen him before. yeah yeah, yeah very enjoyable yeah, yeah. Um, yes uh, well Brendan Rodgers uh, when they when his side went out of the Europa League last month he said well it meant that they could go all the way or all in on the Premier League and the FA Cup so they've got their sights, they've got their eyes on the prize. Vish, are you worried for Manchester United? Did we know that they're they're decent in cup competitions to a point? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a little bit worried to see how people um, recover from from Thursday night. This is obviously the Sunday game because Leicester have had a break. Yeah, so there, there's there's that working into it as well. I think it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because so what? United are second, Leicester are third. They had that showdown at the end of last season, mm-hmm. which determined who mm-hmm. went into Champions League this season. There's, there's like a little bit of recent-ish rivalry mm-hmm. going into it. Um, but they don't have Jesse Lingard this time, Manchester United. This is true. But less yeah. of that have Barnes or Madison. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty confident Manchester United will, will come through this. But, okay. I, think, uh, but I, I think, yeah, as, as far as fitness goes and energy, that's the only thing I'm kind of worried about here. Mm. Yeah, from a Manchester United fan's perspective as well. Oh. But at the same time, when you look at Leicester, you do kind of, you know, just because of what you said about, you know, they've never won the FA Cup. It feels like Rogers needs something, doesn't he? Yeah. Like Champions League, a Champions League spot will do it, but they they need a big day out, don't yeah. they, to really kind of solidify all this good work that he's done. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, but I think that's right. I think with you know you win a major trophy. I understand getting in the Champions League, but Leicester are not going to win the Champions League really if they go into it next season. They not that, have... do you know? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'm, this is a sort of a challenge I'm laying down. Uh, I no, it, it, you know you could have a good run in in in, in a couple of years, absolutely. But, but winning a, a, a cup, you know, the FA Cup, so it'd be, it'd be absolutely marvelous. It's massive, and you know, look, I know that people are bored of me talking about it, but genuinely, mm. Portsmouth won it 13 years ago now, yeah, and people, it's still something that's quite prevalent of in course. minds of fans even now, you know. So I mean, it'd be massive for, for Leicester. For sure. You wrote on the graveyard, didn't you, Alan? Napoli fans, you know, you didn't know, you don't know what you missed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. For anything in graveyards, but well, no, absolutely clear. Okay, okay. <laughs> why are you hang out with them so much then? Yeah. It's my own business. Yeah, yeah. 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 what I do my own time's up to me. <laughs> is it 
time for four to score? I think it might be time for four to score. <laughs> let's, let's, what a great intro to four to score. Um, <laughs> Betway's four to score. Entries free every week. Pitch to, uh, pick the first goal scorer in their four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. What kind of form are we in as a team at the moment? Get Picking up a few ones here and there, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We need to step up, though. Mm. Um, Vish got one last week. He did. But I, think, but I think it was already bust by then, wasn't it? By it was. Me. Yeah. By me and my poor prediction. But the week before that, you got a no goal scorer one. I did. With the Newcastle game. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah, it was. Um, well, you're up first this time again, Marcus. Yeah. And you're in the FA Cup. Mm. Little um, little break from the, uh, the the monotony of the league season for yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Nice to have an FA Cup fixture. Chelsea v Sheffield United, if mm. you don't mind. Yeah, so obviously I'm not going to pick a Sheffield United player. And I thought Chelsea, I think um, one or two players might be rested. So it's a bit of a tricky one to kind of think. But Timo Werner, we know he needs a few goals and, and a bit of a confidence boost. So I think Tuka will play him, possibly for that reason, actually. And I think Carl Verns is going to score. First. Very nice. All right. So Timo Werner. Yeah, he's the kind of player who looks like he'd be battering the manager's door down to play every single game. Yeah. So it's a pretty fair fair assumption. Game number two is West Ham v Arsenal back in the Premier League on Sunday afternoon. Vish. I'm going for Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. He kind of obviously he was dropped for the Spurs game. He came back and captained mm. in the Europa League. And I think he's going to score first and he's going to celebrate by pretending to be in a traffic jam. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice indeed. You don't, you don't get any extra points for the celebration. No, but I just correct. want to put it in there, yeah. just so it's out there. And he got a few misses out of the way in the Europa League, so he should be sharp. <laughs> he did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Game number three is back in the FA Cup. It's Leicester City versus Manchester United. Uh, we've just talked about it, and we've given our pal Jim the chance to pick his first goal scorer. So for fourth score this week, I have got Leicester versus Man United in the FA Cup. And if Man United are involved, it's always a smart move to go for Bruno Fernandes. So I'm going to try and play it intelligently and uh, hopefully get it right with Bruno Fernandes. Take note, everyone else who does those voice notes. Right? <laughs> That's a 10 second voice note. So we need. Fair enough. He sounds like he's down a well, but it's only 10 seconds. It's yeah. fine. You don't need to tell the listeners this. You Brassel. Can just... I'm, this is a direct appeal to you, Brassel. <laughs> Your 45 second nonsense. Uh, game number four is me, Aston Villa v Spurs. Uh, I've gone for Ollie Watkins. Good one. Yeah, I think that Ollie will play. I think he'll be boosted from his England squad. Bring any step. Yeah, and um, I think Spurs are shit. Mm. So uh, it's going to be Timo Werner, Pierre Emerick, Oibama Yang, Bruno Fernandes, and Orlandi would call him Bruno Fernandes. Mm-hmm. And Ollie Watkins. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. <laughs> For more information on that, head to BeGambleAware.org. All right, fire up your bellies and get your heads in the freezer because it's time for this. It's one of those games that's quite difficult to explain, but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it. You won't get it. <laughs> you won't get it. 5 nil last week. It. Come on, Vish, come on. 5-0 last week. You are the uh, Spurs of this game at the moment. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of... Sim- Throw me in jail. He's there's got a new notepad, Mark. There's a lot of sympathy for you on uh, Marcus Mount. <laughs> they, don't, they don't dish out much sympathy, No, they, do they don't. No. They're very single-minded normally. <laughs> He's got a new notepad. How do you feel about that, Marcus? I feel good. No, it's not a new one. It's a previous round of... Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay, so let me rephrase that. I haven't noticed Vish's notepad before. <laughs> yeah, okay. And now okay. I have. Um, Vish, you get to go first because you have been abysmal. Um, <laughs> so it's only fair that you go first. Come on, Visho. Yeah, and, and and I wouldn't be so hard on a player generally, but you've been quite blasé about this game. You've been quite, you've been a bit of a heel, and I think you have to take your medicine when you perform badly. What if I refuse? What if I'm an anti-mediciner? What does that look like? Uh-huh. He's well. <laughs> he is well sick. <laughs> I would. I, it's just They're me. not even wearing what masks on Marcus Mount. They are. Oh, how They're dare you? I, look, I, I have to Licking be as neutral as I can here, but when you talk about a man like Marcus Fair like that, 
<laughs> yeah, that is outrageous. He's not responsible for his fans, first and foremost. Is that Letizia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good card he's played there. Fish, you're up first. Nine clubs, retired in 2012. Um, an extraordinary amount of international caps, but that oh. won't help you here. No. Kevin Kilban. Oh, God. Nine clubs, if you don't mind. Nine. Zinedine Kilban. Yeah. Um, I actually almost called him that. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's such a good nickname. Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Need a I'll, number from you, mate. Four. Four. Okay. Uh-huh. Marcus, is that in the slot or do you think you can do five? Um, I'll be honest. My mind has gone blank. I have no idea. So please, Vish. I was hoping Vish would say the highest number possible. So seven, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> no, I would ask Vish to do four. I, honestly, my mind has just gone. I, this game does this to you. That's Sometimes right. we're like flipping Chrissy Waddle. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember his two appearances for Falkirk. <laughs> Kevin Gilbert, he played for years. I'm thinking you've won, you've won your fair share of games. People understand your credentials. It's fine. Yeah, you but know? I want to just I want to just show that uh, that you know I, if I if I get a point here, I'm being very lucky. Four fish. Go ahead. I said three, didn't I? No, you said four. <laughs> said fuck. You said four. You said four. Uh, Sunderland. I did, always, I did have that one. You could always invoke the Sunderland Claw. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's one. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't be your first one. But... <laughs> yeah, you're really struggling here. <laughs> Everton. Yeah. Mm. 104. So th- these are these are the two the I had, and then I was like, Ugh. and it looks like Vish is <laughs> similar. Have I said Sunderland? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh fuck's sake! Why is this so hard, mate? Uh, the only two I had. Why has he gone for? I, well. Come on, you got you. You're in now. You're locked into four. I need more. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need two more. Don't yeah, you? yeah, I do. Yeah. I need you to be fifty percent, hundred percent better. Yeah. Oh, oh wolves. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even believe it. Mm. Vish, when will you realise that just saying a, la- a large number than randomly <laughs> saying wolves isn't going to be a good tactic <laughs> for this game? Don't don't help him. That's wrong. So, so Marcus, that's a point to you. Yeah. He started this grip Preston, which I actually remember. Oh, I did it, know that. Yeah. <gasps> and then you've only had one more to go. Yeah. West Brom. I would have said Wolves fourth. Could have had West Brom. Could have had West Brom. Sunderland Everton, which you named. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played quite a long time at Wigan. Oh, yeah, so we did. So we did. I can now you say yeah. that. I see him yeah. in the kit. Hull City. Don't remember. And um, who would remember? Who could remember his nine games on loan at Derby County? Oh yeah. Uh, Twenty-four games on loan at Huddersfield Town, and mm-hmm. he ended his career at Coventry City to make up your nine. Mm. So that's one point to Marcus. Marcus, you're up first this time. I got lucky there. The aforementioned Joe Hart. Joe Hart. Nine clubs. Joe Hart. Nine bloody clubs. Yes, sir. Nine. All right. Nine again. And if you get all nine here, that'll be it'll be up there. That'll be box it, Mark two. <laughs> <laughs> Which is frantically writing her down. I th- I think the par here is nowhere near nine, but I'll leave it to you guys. Six. That's very good. That's a very good slot. That's a good slot, I think. Vish, do I hear seven from you? What do you reckon? Mm. Six is a very mm, good shout. Mm, 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 mm. <sighs> um, name your six. All right, one at a time, please, Marcus. Six. Okay, Manchester City. That's in there. West Ham. Correct. Tottenham Hotspur. He's there now. Burnley. Yes, sir. Torino. Very good. Shrewsbury Town. That's your six. Do you know, I could have said Birmingham City was another one, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you, when I, dro- I dropped the ball, I was like, ah. What did you have? I had that six. Did yeah. you? Oh, so that way it goes sometimes. Yeah, so start this mm. career at Shrewsbury Town. Man City. A bit of time on loan at Tranmere Rovers and Blackpool. 
Oh, Another bit of time on loan mm. at Birmingham City, yes. Torino, West Ham, Burnley, and Spurs. Just for just for so I said I've bid six, mm. and then that's it. I can't suddenly go. Oh, I want seven. No, no, I didn't think so. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. okay. You can't just that. just clarify. There will be no there will be no point doing that. Well, because I, I remembered, but I was like, ah, because I've had seven there. But anyway, yeah, fair enough. All right, but well, it's two 0 to you. You're in a great position. Yeah, three three players to go. It'll you be... have beaten. Look, look, give you a bit of encouragement. You have beaten me before when I've been two 0 up against you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No uh, one. I think. Fo- I think. But uh, uh, Joe Hart was a slip. I think. No one's had more than one whitewash in a row. So bear that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> look, I could be Spurs here. I could be Joe Hart. I think. Yeah. I'm thinking job done. <laughs> Who's your manager, Luke? Get in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vish, you are up first this time. It's eight clubs in total. One of the world's greatest ever players. So you've got a good. You're off to a good Blimey. start because you will know who this player is. Mm. Eight clubs in total. Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Ooh. Or as Andy would call him, Ronaldinho. Mm. Eight clubs. What do you think? I had, I had this on a Patreon exclusive. A long while ago, and I was absolutely terrible. Blimey, this is not as easy as you might think. It was like a video thing, so it doesn't count as part of this. Yeah. Luke's going to uh, uh, Come on in, mate. I am going to go... This is harder than it sounds. Start with four. Four's good. I think four's good because it's difficult with him. He's a very well-known player, mm. but I don't think that necessarily means that he's a, his mm. clubs are well-known, apart from some obvious ones, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to go five. You have six? It's a big decision, this. You made the wrong decision here, you've lost. No, no, I've not got six. You can do five, or is that a bluff? I think I can. Okay, here we go, one at a time. Barcelona. AC Milan. That's two. Carretero. Fucking hell, that's three. Very good. How do you remember that? I remember mispronouncing it on the show and someone tweeted me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Narrow it down. Yeah. Um, That's three. Now, this is where I'm sort of slightly guessing. Gremio. Started his career there. Mm. One away. And I'm going to go... Oh, it's the kit. I'm trying to think which one. Is it, is it Flamengo? You say Flamengo? Mm-hmm. Oh, Flamengo, you say? Marcus there it is. Good enough. Good enough. Didn't even need AC Milan. No, I said, said Milan. Milan. Oh, you did? Second didn't, one. Didn't need PSG, though. Oh, PSG. That's oh, yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Ronaldinho... Quite loud, isn't it? Hang on, let me stop that. <laughs> now, um, Gremio uh, is where he started his career. PSG, Barcelona, Milan, Flamengo, Atletico, Mineiro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Curitaro, as you said, and he finished his career. If we assume his career is over, at Fluminense. Ah, Fluminense. Mm. So that's, that's if you can dig out like an odd one, like um, Curitaro, Curitaro. How yeah. bloody are you? So, pronounce it's a big, big, um, big yeah. advantage. Mind you, I forgot PSG though. Three nil. There's two left to play. Marcus, you're up first for this one. Let's see if we can do the whitewash. <laughs> the listeners will uh, will thank you for it. I'm sure. <laughs> Six clubs in total. Yeah. Uh, your favourite pundit, I know, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Sherwood. Timmy baby. Uh, ooh. Six. Blimey. Vish is desperate to get some pride here. I can tell he's fr- frantically writing away. He's normally wrapped his hand in by now. Timmy Sherwood. Timmy Sherwood. I think this is fairly straightforward. You think? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go for three. Vish? Oh, uh, yeah, you might as well give me four. Okay, you want four? Do you want five? No. Okay, one I'm at a time. You might as well slap myself in the face. Why not, eh? We'll do it on your own terms. Yeah. One, one at a time, then. Four clubs that Tim Sherwood's played for. Blackburn Rovers. Won the league there. Spurs. Yep. Why have you gone four? <laughs> He's done it again. Yeah. He's done it Villa? again. Villa? No, he managed that, didn't he? <laughs> 
No, sir. I think you'll probably be a little bit annoyed with yourself when you hear the list of clubs. Go on. Start at Watford. Don't expect you to know that. No, I didn't know that. Norwich. Do you know what? I had there no- for three years. I had Norwich and Millwall, oddly. You'd have gone out as well. Oh, okay. Blackburn, Spurs, Portsmouth. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Bloody and Portsmouth. Idiot. End his career at Coventry. That's 4 0 tomorrow. No, no, my choice was I had Blackburn and Spurs, and it was either Norwich or I don't know why I had Millwall. Yeah, well, um, Norwich would have been right. Either For, or. Final um, player to, to avoid the whitewash. Your last chance to avoid the whitewash here. Um, six clubs in total. Retired in 2008. JJ Okocha. So good they named him twice. Mm. JJ Okoch. You're up first, Fish. Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six clubs. It's <laughs> a funny noise. <laughs> Three. That's good, Marcus. I've I've only got two. I could maybe guess a third, but no, I'm not going to try and guess two fish. Okay, so three for oh, you. Fuck it. Your last chance to get a point. This is like when Wayne Rooney was walking his youngest son towards the uh, Stretford end, trying to get him to kick the ball in the net at half time at the end of the season. <laughs> this is what this is like. So you should have did two. He fall, did he fall down a hole as well? <laughs> he, I don't think he actually managed to do it. The kid. So you so. should have two here. Don't help him. Yeah. You've gone um, for three. I feel, I feel like I want to help him. One at a time. Go for it. Paris Saint-Germain. Right. There you go. That's correct. Bolton Right. Wonders. There you are. That's there correct. you are. And the, the notebook's out the door. This is what I was going to do, by the way. If you'd have said two, this is, would have been my tactic. I'd have guessed the third. <laughs> Don't go anybody. I, well, okay, no, Kaiser I Slouten? Oh. Well. Um, that's five nil to Marcus. That's two. See, I would have, I would have guessed like Al Ahly or something. Well, you're both in the right ballpark. I was going to so, really also say Torino, but I wonder if it's the kid. I was going to go Middle East. Slout, so Eintracht Frankfurt. Oh, you're you unlucky. That. Funny here. <laughs> Fenerbahce, Paris Saint Germain, Bolton Wanderers, Qatar SC, and, oh, and one thing you could have got it was there for you, available to you. Uh-huh. Hull City. Oh, I forgot that season at Hull. Yep. Wow. Started his career for those out there who are trivia nerds. He started his career at Borussia Neunkirchen, but they're not a professional clubs. So that's why I haven't included them. Oh. So that's five nil to Marcus. Um, as five usual, nil, five <laughs> nil, five nil, five nil. Marcus Spellerwin. Thank you. There you go. Thanks, brother. Appreciate no that. Look, well played. It was a good game. Bloody good game that. And he's still a title holder, I think. He is, yeah. Yeah, but you're gunning for him now. I am. Firm number one. So he's, a, is... he's a title holder. So what, what have we been doing for the last two weeks? I'm, oh, you've I'm, been embarrassing yourself. I'm that jobber who... You, As I said, Harlem Globetrotters, Washington Generals. No, you know, like it's when, a spectacle people really when, enjoy. When, <laughs> when boxers on a really bad run you're and a tomato they keep can. getting the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the jobber up to get knocked down. A journeyman, yeah. Well, whatever we are, oh, ladies well. and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betway, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. Enjoy the Premier League this week and enjoy the FA Cup. Enjoy the Championship wherever you watch your footballs. Do enjoy it. We're back on Monday, of course. Until then, say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Vitushan Hamdanaja. Goodbye. Please goodbye from me. Spell a 5 out. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.